With your Amex card, entertainment benefits like special ticket access and pre-sales to select can't-miss events while supplies last, make every tap music to your ears. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. 56% of job seekers say their biggest challenge is finding a job that matches their qualifications, according to an Express Employment Professionals Harris Poll survey. The job search can be a lonely process, but Express Employment Professionals can be your one connection to finding a job that fits. Each year, hundreds of thousands of people find work through their local Express office. Find the location near you at ExpressPros.com. With no fees for job seekers, visit ExpressPros.com. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bed 365 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Thanks for listening to the Best of the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weeknight from 10 p.m. to 2 a.m. Eastern, 7 to 11 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. Find your local station for the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every night on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. This is the Best of the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon on Fox Sports Radio. Oh, that is us. Good evening, everybody. Aaron Torres, Arnie Spanier here on Fox Sports Radio. Sitting in for the guys tonight, Jason Smith and his best friend, Mike Harmon, on a busy Thursday, 30th day of December. How you doing tonight, Torres? Arnie Spanier, I'm doing well. Uh, how was last night with Rich Orenberger? Real Rich professional, that guy. Yes, I real yeah. professional. I yep. was like getting stories from uh, players. Um, like what goes on behind the scenes, like when they go to bowl games or, um, you know, when they go on the road and stuff like that. Rich had a funny story about when uh, he played for Penn State and they were on the road in a bowl game. I think it was the one in the Rose Bowl or maybe it was the one at Miami Beach. 
um, in Florida, and he, um, him and like three or four of the offensive linemen went out, and one guy showed up to uh, to the meeting the next day at 9 a.m. on time. Rich showed up 20 minutes late. One guy showed up an hour late. Wow. <laughs> and everybody and everybody kept sticking with the story. They go, where'd you go last night? He goes, I was home, man. We were upstairs. In, <laughs> not home. We were upstairs in the hotel. And then the last guy who they like pounded on his door. They finally get him up like five hours later. Say, what, where were you last night? He goes, with everybody else. We went out uh, to a couple bars and we talked to some agents about <laughs> representing us. After, and the rich is like, what are you doing? <laughs> That's great. Oh, it's hysterical, man. It was so it was funny as hell. So man. we had a fun time. I was in for Gottlieb yesterday with uh, yeah. Dan Beyer, and we tried to get Steve Hartman, you know, for the passing of John. John Madden. Uh, Steve Hartman worked for years with John Madden. Unfortunately, you and I could not get him, but uh, Steve Hartman joined us on the Doug Gottlieb show. And uh, apparently for years they were trying to get John Madden. And, and this is a great story. And obviously, rest in peace, John Madden. But Steve told it better than I ever could. But Oh, yeah, he's great at that. But essentially for years and years, for some reason, they, obviously for, not for some reason, he's the face of football. They want to get Madden. They want to get Madden. They want to get Madden. Finally, his producer, middle of the day, Tuesday, whatever it is, Thursday, you know, October, whatever. Get, producer gets in his ear. John Madden's on the phone. John Madden's on the phone. John Madden's on the phone. Now, now, now. We got to go. We got to go. We got to go. Uh, and Steve Hartman goes, and now we're live with John Madden. And all he hears is, like all this static. And John, John Madden goes, what are you doing? What do you want? And Steve Hartman's like, hi, I'm Steve Hartman. Uh, welcome in, Fox whatever. John Madden goes, who are you? I'm in the shower. I got to go. <laughs> and, and Steve's like, I still don't know how my producer booked John Madden and got a hold of him while oh, he was in the shower. Funny. That's funny. But that was either the first or last time that uh, Steve spoke to John Madden. So, uh, yeah, I had fun with uh, with Dan Meyer, Dan Byer, excuse me, and we had uh, Steve on yesterday. Glad you had fun with Orenberg. They, they do a great show, by the way. We had uh, Tony Bruno on. And, oh, you got him. Good. Yeah, and we we finally got a hold of Tony. Tony had... Uh, had been on uh, inside inside uh, in the Madden game uh, for three years. He was, wow. uh, you know, one of the reporters. That's a great gig. Let me tell you something. You Ooh. know what I mean, Eric? Can you imagine getting something like that or what? I can't. I have to imagine the paycheck's probably pretty good every year, too. So, Oh, he had a couple good stories. He was like Madden's roommate at the Olympics. And um, it just, it's a, a matter of fact, I sent you a story about Madden uh, that we should probably, I don't know if we're going to pass it along later on, but it's kind of funny. Did you see the one I sent you? Uh, I might have missed it. I, I don't know if I saw oh, it. Oh, I'll give you, well. I'll tease it later on. Okay. Was, he had a special rule, something you couldn't do inside the Madden Cruisers. <laughs> oh, I did see this. I did see this. Okay. <laughs> so uh, I thought that was funny. We got a busy show today. We got lots to get to. Ryan Fowler will go ahead and stop on by. Obviously, uh, from uh, Tuscaloosa, Alabama, he's out at the game. He'll give us an insight. Tell us so he'll be our eyes, ears, nose, and throat of the whole thing. Let us know what's going on out there. Uh, also, Matt Verderam will stop on by as we get you ready for Week 17 of the NFL. Bernie Fratto, of course, in the bonus hour of the show as we see which line changes happen and what's going to go on for tomorrow. I can't believe it's tomorrow. The semifinals. I, you know, it just we talked about it, talked about it, and boom! Now it's finally here. We're ready to go. And knock wood, uh, we'll get both games uh, going, and there won't be a problem there, right? So well, there was, uh, you know, I, I can't say anything. And we discussed this the other day. I don't know exactly what the testing protocols are, but there was actually a little piece of good news, uh, you know, on that front. 
front we've been talking all week about is there any type of concern about games postponed, canceled, and I don't want to jinx anything. I don't know, but uh, there was some talk that Dax Hill, who's like a, basically Michigan's best defensive player, he's right, a safety, right. uh, according to Nicole Auerbach from The Athletic, uh, Jim Harbaugh was very non-committal about, uh, well, he's not with us right now, but he could be with us by game time, and, and Harbaugh really wouldn't answer any questions about it. And Nicole Auerbach just tweeted that Dax Hill is now with the team in Miami on the eve of the Orange Bowl, and she followed up, Dax Hill was in Michigan team meetings tonight. So uh, I don't, still don't know why it was. I didn't, ex- yes. I didn't get the feeling that it had anything to be COVID-related, but I had no idea what was going on, you know? Yeah, I mean, it, I don't know either. I think it might have been COVID-related. I think also, and this is something, and we don't have to do four hours on COVID, but, um, you know, this is something I don't think, again, we talk about all the time that the average fan appreciates, is that when guys are sick even without COVID, they're generally kept away from the team. And so I've heard stories before of if a guy has the flu or an important player has the flu, they'll take a separate flight or a separate bus or separate something because you don't want them infecting the, right, the rest of the right. team and getting everybody else sick. So my hope, and, and I don't know this, and I, we don't have any confirmation as to why Dax Hill was not with the team, but my hope is that that whatever hiccup this was, he's feeling good, he's ready to go, uh, and that everybody, all, all 85 guys on all four rosters are ready to go because uh, I'm excited for both games tomorrow night. And you're right, I'm not going to get into the whole COVID front here, but I mean, I mean, some people are suggesting maybe the NBA should take a pause. A third of the referees in the NBA are, I guess, in COVID protocol or have come down with COVID. Um, you know, I, I saw that Princeton is saying to these students, you can't leave the county when you come back and go to school. Jeez. And then I saw that. Did you see the uh, email that uh, that Clay Travis uh, put on out on Twitter? I don't know if you had a chance to see that one where it was an email uh, given to the parents of the elementary school that said, starting next semester, um, if your kid is sick, then your kid is sick and just don't bring him in. We don't want to hear. I'm just kind of paraphrasing anything about COVID from now on. You know, it's it's just like it's going to be treated like the flu for the most part. And I know it's a, a shock to some of you. But if your kid's sick, just don't bring him in. If your kid's better, then you bring him in the next day and, and we'll just move on. So a lot of people treating it differently. And I'm wondering, um, you know, how that's going to affect sports. If we're going to have more cancellations or a postponement. I was supposed to have Arizona and UCLA tonight. You know that. That's right. You, right. No, it's it's true. And uh, I will say, I do hope that that more people take that latter approach. Um, I, that, that's no, that's that's how I've thought that sports should handle it. Is and I just said it a minute ago. Yeah. Um, you know, in general, if somebody is has the flu, if somebody's sick, if somebody has something that could infect other people, in general, they're kept away from the team. And so right. I don't know why we, yeah. we we don't continue to do that. Um, and if you feel healthy, if you feel well enough, you know, obviously over the last couple of weeks as this has spiked up, I've tried to talk to as many people that work in sports as I can. It's just what what's happening, what's not happening, what has worked in the past. And that's generally been how teams have approached this stuff is if you don't feel well, get away from the team, get better. If you feel good, come on back. Obviously, there's some medical oversight that goes into that. Um, but I, I hope that that, you know, we, we start to move on because uh, I think fans are, are frustrated. I think we talked the other day about the NC State situation where they're, the fans and the parents and all everybody flies halfway, not even halfway, full way, full way across the country for that holiday bowl, and it gets canceled a few hours before. So I do hope we're moving past all this. And it, I, I do think overall it was a good sign, again, that Dax Hill, the star of Michigan's defense, is with the team in Miami. 
All right. Uh, he's Aaron Torres. I'm Marty Spanier. By the way, it can happen easily. A few drinks can become a few too many. It's time to go, and you're thinking of calling for a ride home, and you go, nah, what's the worst that could happen? You get pulled over. You lose your license. You total your car. You kill someone, drive sober, or get pulled over, paid for by NHTSA. I always think you were dying to get on the air today. You had some, finally had some great bowl games. I know you were watching the Purdue-Tennessee game. Um, how about the last eight to ten minutes of that one where we're just going back and well, forth and touchdowns and went into overtime? Very enjoyable. Enjoyable game. Arnie, I was going to say, I know back in the day you used to like to instigate stuff, and I was going to put up, put together the Arnie Spanier challenge of something like uh, you should just tweet out, it, this was a meaningless bowl game, get over it, Tennessee fans, and then I'd retweet you and see what your mentions look like in an hour right. or two. Uh, <laughs> so if, if you want to do the Arnie Spanier bowl, meaningless bowl challenge, I'm down to do that. But no, well, Somebody beat me to it. I think it was Danny <laughs> Canal that beat me uh, to it. Did he? And, yeah, and everybody was going after him, and I think I retweeted one of his comments, and um, I'm like, you know, first of all, at least we're getting to better teams Agreed. and some better games out there. And, and look, you're going to tell me, well, look how exciting this game was. Well, I could have had Arizona and Connecticut play an exciting game. That doesn't mean that they should be playing in bowl games. I'm not anti-bowl game, and you can play as much as you want. I just kind of really want it cleaned up a little bit. And when we start getting teams that are 5-7 and seven to replace other teams, then you know that we've just got a, a, a couple too many out there, Aaron. Well, and I will say, the last couple of days, there have been teams that you actually want to watch, and that helps. Listen, I, I, I've, I'm a defender of bowl games, but I'm not going to sit here and say that you know you have to rearrange your entire schedule to watch the Bahamas Bowl with this team versus that team, but right, right. I did think it was fun yesterday having, you know, obviously I, I got off air right around the time that the Clemson game started. I caught a bunch of that. I enjoyed the Alamo Bowl, you know, seeing Bob Stoops back on the sidelines, Caleb Williams, we talked a little bit about that, him kind of building a resume to uh, lead that team with the new coaching staff into 2021, so I'm curious, and, and I do seem to remember this happening in previous years as we complain, not we, you and I, but just the general narrative is you complain there's too many bowl games and then you get to the good ones and you get to the teams that you want to see um, and I do think there, there's positives with all these games right I tweeted it out earlier in the day but South Carolina had some opt-outs. Guess what? It allows for other players to step up. It allows for other players to have an opportunity. It allows for other players to shine. Uh, and so so I'm excited about the rest of these games, obviously the two big ones tomorrow. Uh, but, yeah, I think we're, we're starting to get to that point where there's some teams that we actually want to watch that we would watch on a normal Saturday if they were playing each other. And so I'm going to enjoy these next two, three days of uh, football here. You know, I got just on one little side note on that Tennessee game against Purdue. Did you see the uh, controversy that everybody was talking about? I, I guess I'd be a bad official, but actually, <laughs> I was watching. I first was watching that on my phone, um, and I had the sound down, so I was kind of just you know judging it myself. And then, I, of course, I went to my TV and and saw it with the sound on. I don't have a big problem with that call. Everybody was running the Twitter like madmen, like they were giving away hundred dollar bills. <laughs> uh, you know, I'm I'm okay with them saying um, you know momentum stopped and the ball was down right there. And I don't know if the whistle blew or not. It really doesn't make a difference. It seemed like his momentum was stopped and. I don't have a, maybe it was a little bit of an early whistle, but I didn't think it was egregious where people are like, that's like the worst mistake I've ever seen. In the, no, it's not like it was a fifth out or something there, Aaron. And he, the rep said, hey, no, momentum was stopped and that's it. Maybe he's right, maybe he's wrong, but it wasn't the worst call ever, you know? Well, and I would add this too, and it's something Tennessee fans don't want to hear right now, but uh, did you see the final possession of regulation for Tennessee? 
Uh, I don't know yep. if you saw. They got the ball back with 50 seconds or yes, so. Yes, I did it, and it was second down, and they threw deep two twi- uh, yes. uh, twice. Yes, and they yeah. had three timeouts. And right, they had three I saw timeouts. that. Yes, and yeah. I, I will say I, I couldn't understand that. I didn't understand that at all. Nobody understood it, and I do think Josh Heupel, the uh, the head coach, got a little bit of a pass there because of the controversial call. By the way, I already got people tweeting in real quick. Trade for Hosmer says, uh, "You sure about the flu isolation policy is actually a thing, Aaron Torres?" And then he says that you know he sends an article of somebody playing through flu-like symptoms. Yes, there is no standard policy. It's that when you're sick and you feel sick and you feel like you need to be away from the team, you get isolated and you get better. And when you're healthy enough to play, you play. There's no isolation. There's no definitive uh, you have to sit out for this many days, right, whether you're right. symptomatic or asymptomatic. And so to go back to that really quick, I got you know knuckleheads tweeting in. Um, <laughs> and, and it's just and, and my only point is that there are ways to handle it without being a minimum isolation period, a minimum sit out, a minimum away from the facility um, and I'm not in fa- like I'm not in favor of bringing sick you know infectious people into a football building but I think there can be ways that we work around it where we don't have to cancel games that's the point that I'm trying to make all right and Jason a couple of people actually texting in about uh, the uh, play wasn't reviewable and that isn't a reviewable play in the Tennessee Purdue game um, when you think momentum's been stopped it's been stopped how many times have you seen a fumble and we go no 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 um, the referee blew the play dead that's not review- reviewable right or wrong you You've got to move on from that. So um, I, I really have no problem. Look, look I, I, bad call, right call, wasn't the worst thing out there. Um, I should tell you, AutoZone has the free services you need to get back on the road, like their free AutoZone Fix Finder service. If you're having trouble starting your car, AutoZone will test your battery for free and help find the issue so you don't spend money on parts you don't need. With over 5,600 locations nationwide, AutoZone is here to help you save time and money with their free services. Getting the job done just got easier restrictions apply get in the zone get auto zone when we get back we're gonna go ahead and jump on with ryan fowler he's getting ready for the semifinal game with cincinnati and alabama we'll talk to him and i want to get the sights the sounds the feel all that coming up next aaron torres arnie spanier for jason smith and mike Harmon, right here on fox sports radio Be sure to catch live editions of the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon weekdays at 10 p.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. Pacific. This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. Is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh, my. Look at that. He is. And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win. Unbelievable. When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER.
from BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast, is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Want to get right to our guest joining us now. You can check him out at 100.9 The Tide in Tuscaloosa, Alabama. Getting ready for that Cincinnati-Alabama game. It's Ryan Fowler. How you doing, Ryan? Good. I appreciate the walk-up music. That's my favorite song. That's that's what we, we were guessing that. It was either that or, yeah. uh, you know, we're going to go with Sweet some, Home Alabama. Would Sweet have been Home my Alabama guess, would have been. <laughs> yeah. Ryan, at the game, is it going to be uh, okay? Okay, is it going to be ninety nine point nine percent Alabama fans, point one percent Cincinnati Ooh, fans in the I don't stands? Think so. No, no. Cincinnati had a huge crowd food. at the Notre. I just want to jump in, Ryan. I I watched that Notre Dame game live. There had to be about thirty thousand Cincinnati fans at the Notre Dame game this year. So I expect a big crowd. Ryan, I'm sorry. I'll shut up. Sorry. Go ahead. No, no. I, you know what? I agree with you. I think Cincinnati is going to. Bring a big crowd, but uh, at the end of the day, you know, it's about a 53-yard field and 100-yard uh, long. Uh, at the end of the day, they, you know, they can help them in some ways. But, uh, you know, Artie, I was thinking about this just a second ago. Yeah. The first time I ever joined you, I was in the basement of, of, of the Cotton Bowl there uh, in that stadium. And I'll never forget it. I was walking by, and Mark D'Antonio was walking by. And you were daring me to say something to you. And it was it was right before the game. I'm telling you, it was my first interview with you. And so, uh, yeah, it's good to be on talking about the Cotton Bowl. And, uh, I, I just don't think this – this may be – you remember that Michigan State game, and I told you it was going to be a – uh, it was going to be a win for the Crimson Tide. I, I feel like this one is too, and I, I feel it's going to be a, you know, a uh, a lopsided victory for Alabama. I think it's going to be, uh, you know, the respect for Cincinnati. They're here, but at the end of the day, I just don't think there's enough firepower. Well, that would be kind of my follow up question, Ryan. Is I haven't heard one person yet 
pick Cincinnati. I think they can be competitive for maybe three quarters. I don't. I don't. I haven't seen anybody pick Cincinnati. How do you think Nick Saban is keeping this team focused this week without looking ahead to a rematch with Georgia, without looking ahead to a potential matchup with Michigan? Because I know every game matters and all that good stuff, but uh, you know, two touchdown favorite, obviously overwhelming expectation that Alabama wins. Well, I go back to the game that uh, Alabama played over in an SEC championship game. In the press room, Nick Saban said it's now a two-game schedule. And I go back to the business mentality of this Alabama team. Every player that has stood up and, and talked in front of the media this week, whether it's Will Anderson or Christian Harris or Jordan Battle or Bryce Young, it's been about business. It's been about taking care of business. I think this team started out with the goal of winning a national title. And I think they, they had a lot of hurdles. They had a lot of valleys, and some of that was self-conflicted. I'm not here to try to take up for Alabama. But, but I look at this team. I think it was so close to losing that opportunity. I don't think they're going to mess around. I think we're going to see a business-like manner for Alabama tomorrow. And, and that's what we've heard all week from the players. Uh, you know, you think about locking themselves into a hotel room and you know one of the reporters asked this week to uh i think it was christian harris and he said well you guys are not having any fun in dallas he goes what do you mean fun because the fun's in winning yeah we're we're preparing and i'm I'm like golly bum and and listen i'm not a gambler but if i could get to vegas i'd lay the farm i'd lay the farm i i I think alabama is going to win i know torres and i agree a little bit on this game but I've got it seen 21 points. I think Alabama's going to cover the spread big. If you had to give Cincinnati one piece of advice to pull off the upset, what would you say the one thing they had to do to beat Alabama? Well, I mean, they've got to survive the momentum uh, because Alabama is like that. You know, if they, you know, if it's the Alabama that went out, uh, you know, played against Georgia, you know, that, that knockout punch, they've got to be able to survive that early. Uh, if they can do that and somehow get some confidence in the game, you know, this game is about momentum. If you've got it, keep it. If you don't, try to find a way to get it. And I think Cincinnati, they've got to believe that they can play with Alabama. Because deep down inside, this David versus Goliath mentality, it works in preparation. But when you get out on that field, and I've watched big teams like Notre Dame, Ohio State, when, when Alabama hits you, it, it's like, do you really want to be hit again? And I've watched teams just submit early. If you're Cincinnati, try to find a way to get some confidence. And, and I think they'll try early to try to you know score quickly, try to get some way to believe that they have a chance. Now, let me flip this script a little bit. Alabama has, when you look at throughout the year, a lot of these teams have survived because Alabama has allowed them in, to stay around and not put them out and just kind of toy with them a little bit. And, and, and that's the problem, you know, Arkansas, LSU, Auburn. It, it's like they didn't have that. So Alabama, if they, you know, play like they did against Texas A&M, then, then we could be talking about a team that will find confidence and, and that will go the longer, you know, this game is 10 to 10 going into the, you know, the halftime break or 10 to 10 going into the second quarter. Then Cincinnati goes, hey, hey, we can we can believe. But if Alabama jumps out early, and let's say they score the first two touchdowns, then I think that doubt starts to creep in for Cincinnati. Ryan, I, I don't want to look too far ahead yet. 
I don't want to give Alabama rat poison. I don't want to give Nick Saban rat poison. Is there a team that you would prefer to see in the championship game between uh, Michigan and Georgia? You know, I, I guess it would probably be Michigan just simply because it's just so hard to beat a team twice. Uh, it's just so difficult to, to beat a team twice. And I apologize. I, I think they were – see, they, they didn't want me to talk about the dogs. And, uh, <laughs> my guys are just going crazy. They're upset they, you didn't like, pick hey, Georgia. Hey, well, yeah, yeah. I mean, and, and I got two 100-pound dogs. And that's, I guess that's their cousin that you're talking smack about right there, man. <laughs> that, that's what it was. I mean, I, so I apologize. I hate when that happens when I'm on the air, so I apologize. But, uh, no, but I, I look at, you know, playing Alabama – Georgia twice. It's just so tough because of that revenge. I would love to look from somebody, a sports psychologist, to handle the mental side of this game because I think all things equal, it goes down to, you know, talent is great, but I think psychological, what we just talked about with momentum for Cincinnati a couple of minutes ago, but Georgia has this revenge factor. Now, the other part of that is they've, they've lost against Alabama so many different times uh, that, you know, that that's the other part is like they don't believe that they can beat Alabama. I don't think Georgia believes deep down inside their heart. We'll hear this all next week if they're the team uh, that it really didn't matter because we heard it all before the SEC championship game. I mean, Kirby got smart on the media uh, on a press conference. Why do you guys keep talking about these other games against Nick Saban? That really doesn't impact this game. Well, he's wrong because it did. I mean, th- these type of things play into the uh, into the role. So when I look at the dogs, it would probably be the team. It all goes back. If Alabama plays like they did in Atlanta, they're going to beat anybody they play, including yeah. the New England Patriots or the Chicago Bay. I'm just kidding about that. But they definitely if, beat the if Bears. they play, <laughs> yeah, well, yeah. Uh, but if they play the way they did. Uh, in Atlanta, it doesn't matter who they play, but I would yeah. probably say preference-wise, it would be the Wolverines. Well, Ryan, in everybody's life, there's a defining moment. And the defining moment in your life is coming up at the crossway right now. You have a chance to put yourself on the map. Are you going to say right now you will walk from Dallas to Tuscaloosa if Alabama loses? And I'm even going to throw in a kicker. Torres will walk with you. Um if you go ahead and do it. And, and by the way, I did the math. It's only um, 600, or it's going to be 226 hours. You could do it in one Ooh. month. You could do 10 hours a day, rest on Sundays, and you could get to, get it done in four weeks. No, because I've watched this team be very inconsistent. <laughs> oh, I've watched this come team on. Uh, be super. No, but I mean, I, I look come at on. a team. This is not your typical Alabama team. If this was last year, I'd take that bet. But what you going to give me if they if they do win? Well, but the, I mean, Torres is uh, I'm giving you Torres. He's going to walk with you if you lose. Yeah, but you know Torres and I, we could talk for a few hours. But <laughs> I don't know. I mean, you Here's, think we could come up with something to talk about for that for length 10 of hours? time? Here's the <laughs> counterpoint, Ryan. Ugh. If Alabama did lose to Cincinnati, I I don't think you'd want to go in for at least a month. I think it'd be. You're right. You're right. Get on the money, Torres. Uh, Listen, the last time Alabama lost one of these playoff-type games, I, I kid you not, I mean, people are going to laugh at this, but I hosted a funeral for 200 days. I mean, oh, we wow. had precious memories, Beulah Land. We had every funeral song that you could think of. It was it was 
it was difficult. And we played the what-if game as much as you possibly could play it. That Alabama, you know, what if this would have happened? But that was Trevor Lawrence. I mean, he, he bit Alabama over his knee and just spanked him out in Santa Clara. Um, I don't think that's going to – if that happens – no, maybe it's time for you know Nick Saban to go to Lake Burton. I'm just kidding about that, but I mean you know <laughs> Cincinnati's right. not gonna. Uh, I, I think I, you guys get me back on this weekend. I, I think Alabama's gonna win this game, 17 to 21 points. I won't walk back if Cincinnati wins, but uh, I'll do something crazy. You know, run through the neighborhood. You know, with my boxer shorts or something. I don't know. Uh, I'm going to ask the people on Twitter if you think Ryan Fowler should walk back. He should make that guarantee. Let us know on Twitter. I think. By the way, if you want to check out Ryan Fowler, 100.9 The Tide in Tuscaloosa, Alabama. Enjoy. Have fun out there. And uh, we'll catch up with you later on, buddy. Always a pleasure having you on. Hey, Happy New Year. Happy 22. I hope you guys have an incredible show. Thank you so much. You too. Happy New Year to you. So we'll see what happens there. I even threw you in, Torres, for crying out loud. And he still said no. Well, I mean, who you in there? He knows. I mean, this is not a. It sounds weird because they're twelve and one SEC. This is not a vintage Bama team. I was saying that with Jason Martin all year. Not saying they can't win the championship, but they aren't that dominant usual self. Two point win against Florida that they easily could have lost. Two point double overtime win against Auburn. Seven point win against Arkansas. So I, I'm I'm with him. I don't think they're going to lose tomorrow. But is it absolutely inconceivable? Why don't you walk somewhere? All right, I'll tell you what. I, I did that before. I told my story. I'll get to it. You know what? I'll tell you it again. Uh, coming up next as well as we'll get more into the semifinals. It can happen easily. A few drinks can become a few too many. It's time to go. And you're thinking of calling for a ride home. You go, nah, what's the worst that could happen? You get pulled over. You lose your license. You total your car. You kill someone. Drive sober or get pulled over paid for by NHTSA. He's Aaron Torres. I'm Arnie Spanier. We're in for the guys Jason Smith and his best friend Mike Harmon. Uh, football G. Jesus Vegas sent in exactly what I was going to say. I uh, said, Torres, Arnie said he would walk uh, from Vegas to Tucson if Santa Clara beat Arizona in March Madness. You never did make that walk. Steve yeah, Nash. I, that was Steve Nash's Santa Clara team, right? Yes, that was Steve, uh, Steve Nash's Santa Clara team. And I said I'd walk back from Vegas, and um, they lost. And my, my boss was like, we can't have you walk back from Vegas, you idiot. It would take you like a month. I go, yeah, so what? I'll get an RV. I'll do my show out there. They go, here's an idea. We'll get you on the plane, and you walk about up and down the aisle of the plane saying you walk back. And I'm like, I don't think that counts as the same thing. Oh, that's <laughs> soft. That's soft. Yeah, but if I'm, if I'm Ryan Fowler, I guarantee I'm a two-touchdown favorite in this one. You know what I mean? Come on now. No way Alabama loses this game. No way. Zero. I... It would take something very bizarre. I will say Cincinnati led college football in turnovers forced. I think it would take like four-plus turnovers from Alabama, which we haven't seen them do that pretty much in the history of Nick Saban being their head coach. I Listen, you know me. I'm Mr. College Football Playoff. I love the playoff. I love college football. I love all these bowl games. I would love to find the angle where Cincinnati pulls the upset. Uh, Arnie, I'm having a really hard time doing so. I, I don't see anybody 
um, that's picking Cincinnati. Usually you'll get a few people just to say, I'm going with Cincinnati to be different or feel like, you know, they could say, I told you so. I don't even see anybody going with that way either. I, I, everybody thinks that Alabama, and now they may cover. I don't even think people think that Cincinnati is going to cover. We'll be shocked. You, you said that you think it's going to be semi-close through three quarters of play. Yes. Um, that means Alabama is going to cover, but semi-close means, what, seven to ten points? Is that what you're telling me? Yeah, I, I, on Ryan's show today, I said 34 to 14 is my prediction. On a fi- or 34 to 24, excuse me, as a final score. 34-24. Yes. And I think Cincinnati will win the turnover battle. They're really good at forcing turnovers. I just don't, you know, what Ryan said is right, is the, the physicality, all the stuff that comes with playing Alabama, it wears on you. It really does. And, you know, it's no disrespect to Cincinnati, but there's a lot of teams that have, you know, that, that you run into just that team for the first time and you can hang for a quarter you can hang for a half you can hang for whatever but you cannot hang for four quarters by the way do you have this las vegas they just went to the las yeah. vegas bowl the yeah. end zones look phenomenal i must say i thought you were going to say something about asu's jersey but they look like bright as hell i'm like what team is that mustard yellow no the yeah. end zones look awesome it's puke yellow not mustard yet puke yellow yeah that would be you the- if you had to walk back from <laughs> vegas to tucson Be sure to catch live editions of the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon weekdays at 10 p.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. I'm George Reister, host of the Reister or Wrong podcast. This is the intersection where sports, business, society, and pop culture meet the truth. Absolute fire on Mondays, Wednesdays, and Fridays. Facts only. Make sure you check your feelings at the door because no BS is allowed. We keep it 100. This is where real conversations happen. Listen to the Right or Wrong podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. There are some things that are too good to keep a secret. Like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notified, and Amex card member benefits at select events, you'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. 
Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. All right, good evening, everyone. Aaron Torres, Arnie Spanier, right here on Fox Sports Radio. By the way, AutoZone has free services you need to help you get back on the road like their free AutoZone Fix Finder service. If you're having trouble starting your car, AutoZone will test your battery for free and help you find the issue so you don't spend money on parts you don't need. With over 5,600 locations nationwide, AutoZone is here to help you save time and money with their free services. Get the job done. Just got easier. Restrictions apply. Get in the zone. AutoZone. Aaron Torres, Arnie Spanier. Hopefully we'll get the Matt Verderam. I know he's been busy, so uh, hopefully we'll have a few minutes with him. Um, one of the things I wanted to ask him, and I'll ask you, Aaron, Kansas City and Cincinnati, was there uh, arguing on Twitter all day today about who would you want as the next five years, a quarterback, uh, Burroughs or Mahomes, and Burroughs were winning hand down? Did I, did I understand that correctly? Are people jumping off the Mahomes bandwagon or what? Well, it was really interesting because as I was kind of prepping for the show, I saw that Steve Spagnolo. did you see this? He, uh, The Chiefs defensive coordinator, maybe this is where it sprung up from. Could be, could be. Chiefs defensive coordinator Steve, Steve Spagnolo. apparently we have the sound. Chris, uh, when you have it ready, let us know. Uh, go ahead and let us see what Steve Spagnolo. this is the Kansas City defensive coordinator. Here's what he had to say. Really, really impressive. I, I mean, look at, this may sound crazy, but I see a young Tom Brady. I mean... This guy does everything. He does not look like a second-year quarterback that missed a lot of his first year. Um, totally impressed with him. Began the meeting on Tuesday. You know, we were just finishing up on the last game, but began the meeting talking about Joe because I think he's that good. All the weapons we've talked about and all that, uh, but you got to have a quarterback that can get it done, and he really does. Wow, that, that's pretty high praise of young Tom Brady. Matter of fact, let's go to our guest. You can check him out at Stacking the Box podcast. He's also at fansided.com. It's Matt Verderam. Matt, uh, young Tom Brady already. And were they arguing that people would rather have Joe Burrow over Patrick Mahomes for the next five years? Did I see that right on Twitter or what? It's been, it's been an interesting couple of days of, uh, of takes. Look, I, I think... It almost takes away, like the, the stuff with Burrow and Mahomes, it takes away from Burrow because he's been so great this year. He's played really well. Obviously, 525 yards on Sunday. I mean, you're talking the fourth most all time in one game. So he is on quite a roll. But to compare him to Mahomes, it's just so out of 
out of control. Like, he's right now, he's a top ten quarterback in the league and rising. I think that really, you're a Bengals fan, you ought to be thrilled. They look like they've got a lot of weapons on that offense for a long time to come. Matt, you know, obviously we, we know you're so plugged in with the Kansas City Chiefs. When do you feel like it, they're now on this extensive winning streak? They obviously clinched the divi- they clinched the playoff spot last week, and, and they're playing seemingly yep. their best football. Was there a moment, was there a time where you said, okay, this team was struggling early, they took their licks, but they have turned a corner and they're starting to look like the team we all thought in the preseason? I don't know that you knew it at the time, but about a month and change ago when they went to Vegas on Sunday Night Football, and they lit up the Raiders, and Mahomes went for 400 yards and five touchdowns, and they won 41 to 14. You know, there was some thought, well, is it because it's the Raiders? Is it, is it just going to be a little bit of a flash in the pan? But ever since then, they haven't looked back. They then blow out Denver. They, they then go four days later, missing a lot of guys because of COVID uh, to L.A., and they win that crazy game against the Chargers. And then they come back last week, and they, and they, they bury Pittsburgh. And in that mix, by the way, they had another game against the Raiders where they won by a million points, won 48-7. So I think that's kind of where all that got started. You know, you felt like, okay, maybe this is now where they get rolling a little bit. I mean, since that Raiders game, they, they've, they've handled business, and they've blown out everybody they've played. They also had a game against Dallas in there where they won by 10 points. So um, – that game seemed to kind of get them going, get them galvanized a little bit, uh, and, and they haven't looked back. They, they've played absolutely their best football since then. No, you're right about that, but with that being said, what do you see uh, them against Cincinnati? I mean, uh, first of all, I like Cincinnati plus the five points. I think it's going to be a high-scoring affair. The over-under is 51, so I, I could certainly be seeing it be a shootout, but if Burrow has a game like he did last week, watch out. Cincinnati will win that game. Well, yeah, if he throws for 525 yards. <laughs> yes, you, Arnie, as always, right on. Uh, yeah. Don't call him the stinking genius for nothing. There you Matt. go. <laughs> I mean, yeah, you're right. If he draws, well, look, you know, in all seriousness, I think it's a good game. I agree with you on the over. I think it will be an over game. I, I think it's Kansas City something like 34-24. I don't think it's a blowout. I, I don't think it's a game where Cincinnati you walk away and say, wow, they're, they're outclassed or they're frauds. I don't think the Bengals are frauds. I think they're good. Um, the problem in the game that I think twofold for the Bengals, I just I don't know if they're going to overcome. One is their offensive line struggles against Kansas City's front, specifically Chris Jones inside. That's the problem. Second thing, they've been bad against passing teams all year long. They, they've struggled. They're one of the worst pass defenses in the NFL. They're very good against the run, but obviously the Chiefs don't care if they're good against the run. They'll throw the ball on them and. The Bengals have not played a ton of great passing offenses. When you think about who they played this year, it's been the Jets and the Jags and everybody in the AFC North that doesn't really throw the ball particularly well. And Denver, Chicago, Detroit, and you go on down the list. Really, have only faced a couple of really good quarterbacks, and Rodgers, Herbert, among them, they've lost those games. Um, I think the Bengals will hang around. I think they'll be in the game. I just think in the end, the Chiefs have been in a million big games, and the Bengals haven't. All those things factored in. I, I think Kansas City wins by about 10. Matt, earlier today, uh, well, Arnie and I just talked about this, but earlier today, Russell Wilson kind of was asked about kind of his present, his future in Seattle, and was pretty noncommittal. And this, of course, coming off last offseason where he didn't make a trade demand but said, if you do trade me, there, there's four teams that I would love to play yeah. in, besides, four places besides. What do you suspect that his future is in Seattle? And then something Arnie and I were just talking about. If Pete Carroll were not back, 
does it make it more or less likely that he would stay? Because on the one hand, you say if Pete Carroll's not back, it's a rebuild. But on the flip side, maybe you bring in an offensive coach. Maybe he has a say in the next head coach. So just a big picture Russell Wilson stuff. Yeah, you know, it's a fascinating question. And I've asked some people around the league uh, in front offices, you know, what do you think? What do you think this offseason holds? And there seems to be a general consensus that he's probably going to be on the block. Um, you know, now, look, if, if Carroll were there still, I actually think it makes it a little more likely that he's back because then maybe Seattle says, okay, we'll tweak some things. We'll, we'll, try to, we'll try to revamp on the fly, so to speak. But I really, you know, normally I always side with the idea of if you've got a great quarterback, you keep it no matter what. But Seattle has really screwed up the draft in recent years. They don't have picks because of the Jamal Adams trade and so many other things they've done. I almost think if you're Seattle, if you put him on the block and a team calls you up and says, look, we'll give you three firsts, mm. we'll give you, I don't know, two seconds and a player. Like, if you're Seattle, I think you have to do it. I think you just need to reboot the franchise. I also think Carroll's been a great coach for them. And I wouldn't, I wouldn't move on from him because I don't think he can still coach. But he's 70. He's, other than Belichick, the oldest coach in the NFL. If you do move on from Wilson, you're going to reboot this whole thing and have Carroll there to lead it into the next five years? Like, it just feels like if you're going to blow it up, then blow it up. Blow it yep. all the way up. Don't be the Giants who are going to fire Gettleman, <laughs> Keith Judge and Jones, and then just watch as they win five games again next year. No, we're on the same page there, Matt. No doubt about that as I let you go. Uh, my Dolphins, what do you think against the Titans? Do they uh, get another victory, go to 9-7 and seven on the year? I think it's a, a real interesting game because Miami can match up with them on the outside of the corners. I mean, Howard and Jones can, can take them on on the perimeter. Tannehill is a good quarterback, but he will throw picks. He's thrown 14 from the season without Henry. Uh, I think it's been a struggle for them up front. They're not a great offensive line. They need that play action. They don't have it. I think that game is going to be very tight with five minutes to go. And it, to me, it comes down to, A, does Tannehill turn the ball over? And, B, can Tua make a couple of plays? Can he, can he throw the ball 15, 20 yards down the field a few times with some tight windows? Uh, I, I like the Titans real close, but I think that can be, that can be flipped if Miami can force a turnover or two. Yeah. Matt, tell everybody how they get your podcast stacking the box. Stacking the box, you can literally find it anywhere you find your podcast, iTunes, Spotify, Google Play, and, of course, uh, my Twitter account, uh, Matt Verderam, V-E-R-D-E-R-A-M-E. I'm on their way too much. You're the man. Have a good time. Enjoy the games this weekend. We'll catch up with you later on, Matt. Thanks a lot. Take care, guys. All right, Thank take you, Matt. Care. We'll come back. We'll, t- we'll discuss some of that. Plus, we'll get into more Week 17. I got some more quarterback talk. Mm. He's Aaron Torres. I'm Arnie Spanier. We're sitting in for the guys, Jason Smith, and his best friend, Mike Harmon. By the way, who do you like in my Dolphins-Titans game? Uh, I'm feeling good about that. Two more to go, and they're in the playoffs. Really quickly, before we get to that, yeah. speaking of your teams, so DeSager mentioned um, UCLA was supposed to play host Arizona tonight yes. in what would have been yes. a top-ten matchup. UCLA travels to Tucson on a Thursday night in late January. It's the week between the the AFC NFC Championship game and the Super Bowl. I'm thinking about going, Arnie Spanier. Never been to wow. a game in Tucson before. Do you, wow. You'll have a blast, man. You've been to games in McHale, right? Absolutely. Of course I have. Yeah, I, I was going to say, when you're going down there, go to Greasy Tony's. Okay. Uh, but the, they closed it up as Tony had a heart attack. And uh, they closed Is it up. Is that real? But, 
Yeah, that's a true story. Yeah, yeah. They can't keep it open. There's no uh, Jody Allen type person. No, I, There's I, no I trust. They, they closed it down. They closed it. But go to Dirt Bags or something like that. They, dirt Bags. Okay. Yeah, that's right there on campus. So. Okay, I'll, I'll look into it. I'm thinking about it. if I go, I will let you know, and I'll I'll get some advice from you. But anyway, who are we talking about? The Dolphins. Yeah, Doc. What do you think? Uh, do they go ahead and get uh, eight wins in a row? Go to nine and seven, one win away um, uh, from getting into the playoffs. Well, I can see out of the corner of my eye uh, the clock here in the f- the, the upper right hand corner <laughs> yes. here in the Fox Sports Radio studio. I bring it up because you know what that clock says. What does it say? It's two a time, baby. Damn right, it's two a time. It's two a time. Damn right. I mean, if if I if I say I like them, is that going to jinx them? Like you kind of usually you you jinx people, but will me coming aboard the Tua train reverse jinx it? And will the Tua train you go can't, off the tax? You can't jinx the Tua train. Um, you see, one thing about Tua, I do want to say he's still making the one big mistake. I think he had the fumble against the Saints, but it didn't cost him. Once in a while, come back up with the one interception. I forgot the stat. Like in the last eight to ten games, he was like right up there in completions or completion percentage. He's done a good job. He's been manageable, but let's be honest, Aaron, they've played the dreck of society. Yes, they beat Baltimore. Yes, they beat the Saints, but they beat the Jets twice. They they beat some garbage teams, but it's still tough to win seven in a row if they win this week at eight in a row, no matter who you're playing um, uh, in the NFL. It's always tough to get that type of win streak. Fair enough. I uh, poor Jets. You know, I just thought they were a bad football team. You just called them the dreck of society. I mean, that, that that's a bold statement right there. But <laughs> I, I'm with you, and I will. I'm just not a Tennessee guy, and I know they just beat uh, San Francisco, and they got the extra time this week, and it's a big game. I just do not believe in. Uh, I just don't believe in this uh, Tennessee Titans team. I, they're going to win the. They're obviously going to win the division. They're going to have a high playoff seed. I think they're beatable. I think Tua and the boys can uh, get the job done on Sunday. All right, and Kansas City is going to be at Cincinnati. We just talked to Matt Verderam about that. Um, first of all, I do think Joe Burrow is absolutely phenomenal. And I also like Cincinnati plus the five points at home. This is going to be a really good test for Kansas City. Uh, it should be a shootout. There's no doubt about that. Is that Kansas City defense? What are they going to do about Burrow? And what Cincinnati's good defense going to do about Mahomes? I love this game. I mean, this is one I'm certainly not going to want to miss, and I expect a big shootout. I'm going to go with Cincinnati in this one, Aaron. Yeah, it's really interesting. You and I filled in, I think it must have been Christmas Eve, and then Jason Martin and I did our normal Saturday show, and we talked about it seems like every single time you feel like the Bengals are turning a corner, they take a bad loss. They lost to the Jets earlier this year. They lost to the Browns in the the game after Odell gets traded, and you think the Browns are going to fall apart. Uh, They lose a, a couple different games here and there. Last week was a step in the right direction, right? Uh, you know, Baltimore is down to their third-string quarterback. Lamar Jackson's injured. Tyler Huntley's out with COVID. That is a game, if you are a playoff team, if you are a rising port pro, uh, organization, you have to win. They did, and I'm with you. I don't know if I definitively think they're going to win. I do feel like they turned a corner last week, though. I think they're gearing up. They're going to make the playoffs, and I think they're going to be a threat once they get there. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bed 365 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. 
Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Being a chef means keeping your cool in the kitchen. And with Resi Priority Notify and Global Dining Access through my Amex Platinum card... Right this way. It's nice to try someone else's food for a change. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby. Mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa. Take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.